Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, I'm back. Did you miss me? It was my birthday and an unexpected visitor turned up. To be honest, they overstayed their welcome. They consumed the best part of a bottle of Pandemon, a jar of honey and all of the paracetamol I could find. And I was left with a mountain of used Kleenex and a laundry basket that looked like it belonged in a Turkish bathhouse. The whole experience left me exhausted, half a stone lighter, no sense of smell and frankly knackered. Cousin Covid paid me a call. Anyone who says it's just like having a cold ain't had what I've had. Anyone who says, oh, we have to live with it, has a funny idea what life's about. For two and a half years, I've isolated, masked, marooned and distanced myself from Covid. When the time came for a birthday celebration, a tickly throat prompted me to get the last test kit from under the bed. Oh, I found myself having a conversation. Are you sure? Made in China. Never wrong. It's my birthday. Gotcha. A few days in bed with nothing but rolling news for company has made me something of an expert. Covid may have robbed me of a sense of smell, but the odour wafting its way across Britain from Whitehall is all pervasive. I think I can honestly say right now, our politics stinks. From my pillow of pain and a duvet of despair, I have two observations. The first, it's remarkable how a political party that once claimed the moral high ground on integrity has somehow lost its collective compass. The second, look out. The future is dangerous. A wounded government, desperate for success, will be promising the earth, ruthless in delivery, and expectations will be high. All public services will come under pressure, and we know there's not one public service, not one issue that's more likely to hit the headlines, worry the public, create problems, and fill up MPs' inboxes than waiting. Waiting for an ambulance, a GP, in A&E, for a care package, a new hip. Waiting for the NHS. There's a report that's published today, I link uh, to a report on it in today's email, from Birmingham University on the reality of reducing waiting lists with the resource and capacity we have, and it makes grim reading. Are we ready? Where's the plan? Are we organised? Well, here's my view on the state of play. Simon Stevens did things by being better at politics than the politicians. Nicholson did things by having a vice-like grip on regional health authorities. Pritchard can do neither. NHS England's chair is new. New non-executive directors are joining an underpowered, poorly performing board. Captain Mannering is now popped up and he's working at NHS EHQ and he's building an empire. It's no coincidence his first letter to chairs stressing, and I quote, preserving appropriate confidentiality was leaked. <laughs> so good luck. Oh dear. Board induction, just two board meetings for the rest of the year. Integrated care board still trying to recruit. Summer holidays, COVID. It'll be Christmas before they all know which way is up. 
The new ICB structures, too many, inexperienced management and nowhere near ready. There's nothing and no one, no structures nor plans, ready and robust enough to resist the inevitable immediate political pressures, demanding the unachievable, egged on by a press looking for trouble and expectations. Money? Inflation is ripping through wage packets and will rip up NHS spreadsheets. Be warned, a chunk of any pay increase will come out of existing budgets and inflation is always more than you think. My advice, review everything and find 15%. People, well, look, expect a strike. The pay review body is obliged to take into account six things. The need to recruit, retain and motivate staff, regional and local variations in labour markets, funds available to the Department of Health, Her Majesty's inflation target, equal pay and overall NHS strategy. Of that six, number four, HMG's inflation target is the only important one. None of the rest really is any help at all. Agenda for change, the NHS's main pay structure, covers about a million people and costs around, give or take, 56 billion. A pay review body award benefits everyone across the board. From the Treasury's point of view, however, however much is too much. It would be sensible to target low-paid, low-banded staff for an uplift, but you can't. A Jennifer change needs changing. Have no expectations of that. Too complicated, too controversial, and no one big enough to take it on. Compared with 2010, the TUC calculate nurses' real pay is down by £5,200. It's £5,200. Porters, down by about two and a half grand. Maternity care assistants by £4,300. And paramedics, to touch under £7,000. 4% pay rise ain't going to do it. Expectations are higher. Oh. And I nearly forgot, I was in good company last week. There were 1.7 million of us, and the COVID numbers are still heading north. That means more staff off sick and a lot more customers. Someone needs to start managing expectations. That's all for now. I managed to get through that without a coughing. I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.